For God, we join the angels in singing glory to the birth of your Son. We thank you, Lord, that you are still in our midst. And all the glory of which the angels sang are do you still this morning in this place from our lips to the reality of your very presence with us. We sing you glory and honor and praise to the risen and living Christ, our King. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You know, sometimes uh, the traditions around Christmas get so thick that it's hard to know which ones are based in reality and, and which ones are things that we've kind of added to the story. But on the left up there, you'll see Santa Claus. Santa Claus. And behind Santa Claus is the very real story of a very real person, Saint Nicholas. Saint Nicholas. And there you have the day uh, of that person's passing, his death, December 6th. For centuries, Saint Nicholas, 280 to 343 A.D., we celebrated his, his tradition of secret giving. Saint Nicholas was actually born to a very wealthy family in what we would know today as Turkey. They prayed for this son, and almost like Sarah and Abraham, they had this child as a surprise very late in their years. And so from the beginning, they dedicated him to God. He had an uncle who was a bishop that saw in him great promise and so reared him and shaped him, even invited him to his seminary where he was trained for the, uh, for the ministry and actually became a minister, not only a minister but a bishop the Bishop of Myra. He was an actual historical figure. To this day, the Christian church recites the Nicene Creed. He was one of the 318 that were there at the Council of Nicaea who penned that creed. Saint Nicholas, as real as anyone sitting next to you this morning, and in December, the church celebrated his tradition of secret giving. The story goes that there was a, a nobleman who was found to be bankrupt. And, and Nicholas, having inherited the inheritance of his elderly parents, was quick to share his riches with many. This nobleman was in a fix. He was horribly bankrupt, and his creditors could claim his three daughters as their slaves because of his debt. But St. Nicholas, anonymously, in the night, having heard of his predicament, filled three bags with gold, and on different nights would toss a bag in through the open window of the nobleman. One by one, his daughters were saved by that unknown benefactor, until finally on the third night, this father, unable to live with the secret, stayed up late, and the third bag was tossed through the window, 
And supposedly this night it landed in the stocking of one of those young girls that was hanging by the hearth to dry. Maybe you still have a stocking hung in expectation that one really does come with a generosity of heart that reflects the very heart of God. St. Nicholas was such a one, and he told that father that night that the secret of who he was must never be revealed as long as he was alive. But it seems that after the bishop of Myra died, the stories were many. This one was not an isolated event. And so the church through the centuries has celebrated in December the secret giving of the bishop of Myra. St. Nicholas. When your children tell you that Santa Claus is real, perhaps you can nod with them knowing the truth. He's real. Jesus went to great extent to teach us the same truth. That he's real. That he's come for us. With his nativity and with his resurrection, it was the same message. Jesus again appearing to the disciples, teaching them that he was there even though they could not see him. His spiritual presence was permanent. St. Nicholas is real. The presence of God is real. And this Christmas, he invites you as he does every day to feed on that reality, that generous heart of God made real for us. On the night in which Jesus gave himself for us, he took bread and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you. For this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread, but not just upon these elements, but upon your people. We pray that your Spirit, through these elements, would find a point of contact with each of our souls, that we would really, in all reality, feed upon your presence this morning, that we might become as much like your son as St. Nicholas ever did that our hearts would flow with the same love and generosity that was his to give <coughs> and now is his to give still through us to each other. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us that it might be poured out through us in the name of this child that came to love the world. We pray as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.